give us a spirit of fear. God did not ask us to walk by sight, but instead he asked us to walk by faith. And he did not ask us to be concerned about the what ifs of life, but that we should trust him at all times. I heard somebody say that we got to trust in the Lord until we die. So come with us as we dissect our topic for today. Now that we know that God has not given us the spirit of fear, let's look at power, love, and some say sound mind, but we're telling you to say common sense. Come past that. Well, I first want that I will look at is power. First of all, that verse says that God has given us power. Is there anyone on the line this morning who can confess this morning uh, that God has given you power? That means power in spirit, power in strength, and power to outwit the wiles of the devil. I know the word of God teaches us that if we will resist the devil, he will flee. And I know many of us this morning are doing just that. We are doing what we can to uh, resist him so that he can keep his, keep his crazy self moving. Well, power also means power to overcome some things that might look and feel impossible. Has anybody ever come against something that looked like it was impossible that you didn't feel like you even had the wherewithal to come close to moving it out of the way. But God has a way of giving us the power to achieve those things that might even seem unachievable. 
And we ask the question, how do I get out of here? I know there are many people who are wondering, where can I go? Where can I hide? Where can I sit myself down until this pandemic is over? Where can I uh, place myself so that this thing does not come nigh me? But he says, love asks the question, how can I be a light in this kind of situation? Oh, it ought to make somebody stand up and shout this morning, because that is a good question for the people of God. We've already said, God has given us power. God has given us love. So this seems to me that the right sequence would be the right to ask, ask the right questions of how, if I have power, and if I have love, how can I be enlightened? I'm just asking the question to somebody this morning. Let that resonate deep within your heart as we sit at home and we, and we stay out of harm's way, but we still need to be enlightened. He goes on to say that whether you're a person of faith or not, the question of living out of love is a real on the ground kind of a question. I agree with my brother this morning. It is a real on the ground kind of question. This is not the ivory tower thinking, but the historical person of Jesus Christ. He not only taught us about love, but can we recognize that First John 4, 7 through 21, he says that he is love. Hallelujah to Jesus. If, this, if there ever was a time for us to show love, to express love, to get out and give the world what is missing, it is today. So in this crisis situation, we must still show compassion. I know that there are others around in the church that are trying to show compassion. We have to, during this time, even though this is unprecedented times, even though this is days that we've never experienced before, we still must show love. We must check on our neighbors and check on our friends, check on people who are elderly and maybe don't have the kind of family and friends that they once had. Maybe their families have now gone on to be with the Lord. But this is our time to shine. This is the time for the body of Christ to check on one another. Make sure that people have food to eat. Make sure that people are doing okay. And make sure that their fear has not overtaken their faith. And that they are still holding on to God's unchanging hand. You see, this love, this agape love, this kind of love that comes and, and we exhibit and we demonstrate that even when we don't expect any love in return, is the kind of love that God talks about in his word. That we should ensure that we often think about other people before we think about ourselves. This is what we have been taught. Now it is time for us to be about it. This is what we know, and this is now the time that we must act upon it. Amen. And finally, the scripture does say that we are to be of a sound mind, a.k.a. common sense. Some of us need to make sure that we check ourselves so that we can have common sense. 
sense and in a time like this, we need common sense. We must use the good brains that God has given us. You've heard Sister Javita give us the uh, update on the coronavirus from a medical perspective. Uh, and, and we must then look and use our good common sense to understand exactly what she's saying and to have God work within us so that we can do the right thing, not taking medicines that we ought not to take, not being out in the crowd with, with masks that don't do anything to help the condition. We need to have common sense. I hope somebody out there hears us this morning that God is expecting us to not only have power and love, but also to have good common sense. That means that we are trust God during the unknown, trusting him during the unknown. That also means that we're going to be trusting God when we are fearful. Uh, and that also means that we're going to be trusting God and knowing that trouble, hallelujah, won't last always. Someday we're going to look up and this thing is going to be blown over, y'all. It's going to be all finished. And we will know that trouble did not last always. There will be no more weeping because it won't endure for a night because joy is coming in the morning. It also means that we are to be taking heed to the science and the medicine that God has given to the doctors and the scientists who are studying this pandemic. I know there are some folk out there who think they know everything about what's going on with what the doctors are saying and what the scientists are saying, and they're making up their own sayings, and they're coming up with their own kinds of things that they believe that we should be doing. But we need to listen to the God-given experts in this pandemic, such that we can hear a true word from God, because God gives the, the doctors and the scientists the wherewithal to understand the stuff, to give us the right medicines and to help us to understand what are the things that we are to do. There have been epidemics and pandemics before. Let me say that again. There have been epidemics and pandemics before. But didn't God send the knowledge to our doctors and scientists to develop vaccines when those other viruses and pandemics and epidemics occurred, and in the, some cases, didn't he give them the knowledge for a cure? I can remember them talking about polio, something that was out before I was even born, and how the doctors uh, worked around the clock to figure out what to do with polio, and then the uh, I believe it was Jonas Salk came up with a, a polio vaccine, and polio erased itself from within our world. God gave him, and God is giving others the wherewithal to know what kinds of medicines to develop so that we can have a cure. So this pandemic and, and, and all the things which should not scare us as long as we are trusting in God. I'm not saying that some people who believe God will not get it. I'm just saying that we've got to trust God no matter what happens, no matter what goes on, no matter how we are in business. 
yourself. And that we want to remind you back that we shall not have fear because God didn't give it to us. Did you hear me? God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Did you hear that? And from another Facebook friend said that the coronavirus doesn't have the last word. Oh, that's good news today. That Facebook friend said Jesus has the last word. I don't know about you today, but I'm so glad that the coronavirus doesn't have the last word, doesn't have the first word, doesn't have the middle word, doesn't have any word, because Jesus has the first, the last, the everyday word in the time. we got to depend and lean on him in times of trouble. That's why we are a refuge. We seek God in times of trouble, and that he will answer in times of trouble. So we may not know what will happen tomorrow. We may not know who even is standing around us tomorrow. But what we do know is who owns our tomorrow. And our minds might be wondering, what if and what next on tomorrow? But we know who owns tomorrow. And we know who guides tomorrow. And we know who gives us power and who gives us love and who gives us a sound mind, a.k.a common sense for today, for tomorrow, and for beyond. And we hope the people of God have heard this message, and you're saying, Amen. 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 Amen.